And he goes to the ground and we're staring at each other in the car. And he's like, are you really want to fucking do that? And he grabs this shit off the floor. I'm like, really? And then he puts it straight to my head, pulls a fucking gun, puts it straight to my head in the car. It was, it was the heaviest thing ever. And I was just like, oh, it's, it's like, I said, oh, it's like that. And I backed out. Dude jumps up. They both get in the car. They both peel out. I fucking, I'm just like just shaking in shock. I'm looking around. There's not a soul around. No one saw anything. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look back and Charlie starts waddling out of my garage. I was like, dude, 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 dude. Dude, hey, that mate. was crazy, man. Hey, mate. I was like, hey, mate, what's going on? I was like, where'd you go? I'm like, I never even heard the garage uh, door dude, go off. I'm fucking just. It was just kung fu fighting the middle of the street. I missed the whole thing. Hey, it was, uh, that was, yeah, it was insane. Hello, this is Chita Burra. This is Jason Perillo. This is Luke Rockhold. You're listening to The Madhouse. Are we on? We're on. Let's go. Episode two. Are we on? Can we talk about Jamal Hill's dad body? The guy looks... Bro, like he's fifty years old. He lo- no, no, he like looks he's like he's been drinking. a day of his life, but will knock the fuck out of him. He's you. fucking gangster. I love it, but he's like, what the hell? I love the fact that he looks like that, and he will beat the shit out of you. I did pick Glover to win, just because you gotta give it, give love to the old man. But if I that like fo- this. If that fucker clip you, good night. You need help? Coach? I think Glover's better than he's ever been. He's be smarter than the fucking. Well, Glover. The thing with Glover, he grabs a hell a uh, hole of you. That fucker can grapple and he can crack. He's he's strong. Yeah, the old man can fight. All my respect to Glover. He's found it better and better. You know, it's like it's the old man vibes. You know, I'm digging the old man vibes. We should put Coach in there. Fucking one thirty-five. Coach, hey, Coach can crack. I'm, coach can still crack. I know. He slap boxes the shit out of the bag. I saw when he fights. I hit crack. I just can't open up this fucking bag. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to. I was so just ta- for people, for people listening to this, you know those wheat packages that they have like kids thing. <laughs> Seems like kid. they have an adult <laughs> secure too because yeah. it can be. <laughs> hey, Cheeto. Oh. How about, how about when Nick Nick Diaz called me today and you thought he was like an old man from L.A., like a from rich dude, would you say? Okay, let's go let's go back <laughs> to that story. So Luke Rock, who was on the phone, you know. You Nick know, wants to come train. Nick's, Nick's getting back come, down come here in the, the Cali and he wants to come train and get some things all, in. All I hear was, I don't have running shoes, bro. And, you know, Luke, I have a lot of friends. I, I thought he was speaking to a dad of maybe four kids. A little upset, a sudden life. Just, oh, yeah, I don't have, I don't have running shoes. And then, you know, I find out it's fucking Nick Diaz, the best card in the fucking UFC. I was like, Nick Diaz don't have fucking running. He shoes. He said cardio, by the way. He said not card. It was cardio. Best card in the UFC. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. no best card. Yeah, cardio O with the O. Motherfucking Charlie. My man. hero, Charlie. Give yourself an applause, Charlie man. Come on. Charlie. Thanks, guys. You got him good for something. I appreciate it. Wow, that was huge. I was just a little bothered by my man Nick Diaz and having running shoes. I got you, bro. GT. But how about then? You then you get into and he's like, oh yeah, you come down and train with Perillo. He's like, I, I thought he had come down here and train with you, but apparently he hasn't. He was like, no, I fought against him. <laughs> it was it was like a very awkward moment. And then uh, then you hear from Perillo. It just got even more awkward. That sounds like Nick Diaz. Hey, it got he even more. BJ. No, I know. Yeah, so yeah. what happened? What happened after the fight with BJ? No, yeah, it was always a. Every time you saw the, the you'd see like these little, these little, I don't know. Things with Nick Diaz just being, a, you know, being Nick tough. Diaz. Yeah, being tough after the fight. So that that clip would come in every, you know, on a handful of those. What do you call those? A reel or something? Or just him just being a maniac? Or just the highlight being, reels? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, reels, huh? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kicking ass. So what, he came to he came and stared you down the face, and then what happened? No, he just he's like, I won that shit. I think he was just because he was going to the cards. You know when you're in a fight and you're yeah. and they, they were going out. They I mean they were, BJ banged him up too. You know pretty good. So they were banged up. So I mean he was just like, I won that shit. I won that like. That's well, energy. It's fucking a lot of energy. Yeah. Like yeah, it looked like he did win it, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I think he pulled this one off. It was a good fight, though. It was a I great mean, fight. Ch- ch- the funny thing about that fight is I remember at the weigh-in thinking to myself, "Fucking BJ," because BJ had you know spent some time at lightweight for a while, you know, before going, and he decided he wanted to go back up to one seventy, and uh, he was real small. I mean, the way it looked like me and Luke squaring off. Yeah, no, I know. You know, that's the, the, the size, the size difference was just insane. It was like the weigh-in. I was like, "Wow, huh, man." BJ's BJ though he doesn't. Well, the first round BJ looked like a fucking. He beat the shot of Nick. Crispy boxing. He was landing a good job. He was dominating him in their grappling. He just the cardio catch up a little bit to BJ towards the half of the second and third. But yeah. it was a great That's fucking a size, fight. man. Nick's Nick's huge Nick's comparably. Yes. BJ. They were cool though. BJ. They were really BJ. cool with each other though. You know what I mean? That, the fact, they both had a lot of respect for each other, definitely. There's a picture of them hugging each other in the locker room. Yeah, I tell. That, yeah. That's a legendary picture. They're all faces are all fucked up. I like the picture. Yeah. You like the picture. Makes me want to fight. You ready to fight, Chito? Yeah, four more weeks. What am I doing? I got the fucking grinder. Who's <laughs> in their fucking fucking <laughs> my fingers? Seems Jesus like Christ. age is catching up. I'm just fucking age. <laughs> what is age? I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm sorry, look, every time I make old man jokes, I feel He just you said he loved more. old men. The old men fucking love it. Sorry, I'm gonna rock it. I'm gonna rock it and run with it. What about you, Charlie? What do you got going on, buddy? How's life? I'm just watching Perillo try and roll a joint over here. This is welcome. It looks like one of the most labor intensive things I've ever seen in my life. This is, what? <laughs> it looks like a really labor intensive. It is. It's labor. T- it really is. Spent a lot of time on it. You know what I mean? I think you should relaxing. do a video rolling a joint with a dollar bill. Yeah, the. Uh, that the dollar, might hit a couple million views on YouTube. Fuck. You got to get a close up of that. It's pretty special. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It just makes it a lot smoother. I mean, you could do it with the hand, but it gets a little, gets a little sloppy. I prefer, I mean, I don't mind sloppy things, but not with my joints. <laughs> So Give it up for Mr. <laughs> Jason Parilla. Taki taki. Oh, you want to hear that song? Where were you guys in going last night with, with Michael? I uh, mean, uh, we went to the Harp Inn. My old fucking, my stomping grounds. Went to a little Irish pub. Had two beers. Two wow. beers apiece. And went home. Both hit me. See, fortunately, for it. He picked me up. I'm like, I'm like, I'm on a couple weeks right now. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not drinking. He goes, me too. We're, We're probably about- both kind of lying a little bit, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Michael Bisping here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, he's like, yeah, me too. I, I did. So we're like, two. We'll just go each have two beers, call it a night, and sure as shit, we both fucking pulled it off. Did two. Went home. Good boys. Watched TV and went to bed. Sounds Walk. fun. Sounds like it was really entertaining. Yeah, I, I know. Some Before, yeah, no, yeah, nothing, no good story starts off with, you know what? Went out, had two beers, went home, called it a night. You're like, oh, fuck. What an exciting hey, fellow check you this are. out. The, this guy is 30, 38 years old. And look, his body comparison with the 32. What? Looking, look, yeah, this guy's in way better shape than the other guy. Well, look, at least looking wise, right? 38 is. As as you can see, with Jamal Hill, it don't matter. Like that's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to go there. I'm like, <laughs> maybe Jello's is gonna beat the fuck out of Red Shirt. Bro, he's mad. Who? This guy. Oh. Are we Charlie, commentating we, what, the what, fights? We gotta get odds, Charlie. Oh, you got. You're using the computer. You may need to do that. Chotty, yeah. chotty. We don't gamble around here. No, we gotta gamble. This gamble. No, see <laughs> what happens when you gamble. You get in trouble, bro. No, not us. We just give. Information. Oh, Let every, everybody else gamble. You can't. I'll tell you this. People everybody. are still gonna gamble. You just don't fucking. It's. it's uh, oh shit. That's gotta be let go. People gambling is part of the world. It's it's gonna. Suppress. Here's the thing: people are like probably think you know is it almost cheating because you're in the business, you're in the sport, you're a fighter. You know what I mean? So maybe you have a bit. No, it doesn't make a difference. Because if I had a dime for every time somebody calls me up, my friend, anybody, you know, hey, listen, man, I'm gonna drop some money on this fight. Who do you think? I want to get your opinion on this. I'm like, if my opinion mattered, I wouldn't be fucking holding hand pads. I'd be a professional <laughs> gambler if facts. I knew exactly what the facts. fuck, who was yeah. going to win. That, those are facts right there. Yeah, gambling is a part of fighting. Gambling is a part of the world. People but gambling. It's going to happen. 
Yeah. What, what's the rules on that for you guys as UFC fighters? Can you, can you put we bets can, on fights? Or? Don't gamble on your own fights and don't rig fight. Don't as rig lately, it's illegal fights. betting at all. As lately. This come out like two months ago. Zero bets at all. I never bet in my fucking life, so it doesn't matter to me, but I know fighters that bet a lot, and they say, like, you can bet in the UFC. Not one. What are you talking about? They're, they're still giving odds everywhere. No, no, yeah, but we can taken. bet. We cannot bet. You, uh, Me as a fighter, I cannot put money. Yeah, can, but we can give our opinion. Perillo, as a yeah, coach, yeah, can, okay. you, can yeah, you give your opinion? What? Yeah, as a coach, can you put bets on? I believe so. I mean, I don't know. I've never looked into it because yeah. I, I don't, like I said, I don't bet, but yeah. probably. I mean, I don't see why not. Yeah, the opinion thing is fine. We can say who's going to win, but we cannot actually put money. But maybe with this new little thing that happened, maybe, maybe it's a little... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I like, but who's going to like, I could imagine walking up to the window and go, you know what? I'm going to put 50 on Glover or whatever. And somebody goes, Hey, you're a coach, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah like, how they this motherfucker. How, like, well, how are they going to know? How they caught you? Yeah. Um, how would they catch you? How would they catch you? Like, you know, what do you like, want, Luz? Like, it's not like something's on your ID. This is the first fight they had in Brazil huh? since, since, COVID, since a while. Yeah. In the whole COVID really? era and everything. Yeah. Oh no! During COVID, uh, they fought there. Did they? They, they they actually make the first the first UFC without any crowd was it was Oliveira and Kevin Lee. Really? That was in Brazil. Yeah, they actually sold out arena, and then because of COVID, they re- reimbursed the money to every single Brazilian. Poa. Did you have? Do you have? You had some fights in COVID. You had a couple. Yeah, I fought. Sonja Don in the empty arena. I fought O'Malley in the empty apex. Jose Aldo, empty apex. And that's well, it. Well, weird what, times. What defines COVID, really? What was yeah, we, it was, that was weird doing Florida, though. Do we, in a full-blown stadium, but no audience. Jacksonville, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great, actually. I like that shit. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, like, you like you're shit. a gangster and you like you bring your gang he bring his gang fight on a full arena empty it's a different energy the, the crowd make it a, not fake but it's like a show they, either they pump you up or you feel a little weird because too much people when no one's there you cannot show your true colors I don't know it's my opinion I, I think gangster def- would be like a fucking parking lot with a Circle of cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. gangster. <laughs> that too, That's an experience. That's it's, a an, it's, it's a crazy experience. Did they? Did they? They did that to to fill the arena, didn't they? Originally, what? They, I mean, they, they booked the arena to fill it, right? In Jacksonville, is it? No, no. When I fought <laughs> in Jacksonville, it, it was never with crowd. It was fully empty arena. No yeah. tickets for sale. Not even a poster. They had when like I 50, fought, they had like fifty people working there, or some shit, right? That's it. When I fought there, we don't even had the poster. For that one fight. Wow. They didn't even make a poster to sign. Oh, yeah, because you didn't want to tell you. But that was great. Like, you had, we got, we were getting tested. When you get there, you got one. It wasn't there a time we get tested two or three times, right? Yeah. No, yeah. Every, like, every other day. And the best thing about it was the way they did the, how we get to the arena. You go a fight before your fight. So you get to the arena and you fight. Oh, I that, think I think that's, that's the best. That's bad. Because, oh, I love that. Because shit. four hours sitting in there, like, oh fuck, what I'm gonna. And then you guys sit afterwards time. too. Exactly. You but fight, like, they get you the fuck out of there. This new way of like getting in there, fight, leave. I actually like that. They need more energy though. In the back, like, remember back in the day with Bert? There was nothing like Bert. Oh, Bert Watson. Bert was the fucking best. Did you have a Bert fight, Cheeto? UFC debut, and that's it. That was it when fuck, he's like, we're rolling, fucking, fucking we rolling. It just, hey, it was just like that energy. Yeah, was like fucking. It's on. It was. There's nothing yeah. like this Bert. is the best that we do. We are the best. This in the world. There, there's yeah. a highlight on on YouTube about kind of like it. locker room. I'm I Bert. have a video of him doing it back in the day because he, you know, you, he does it at every one. Yeah, every way, and he goes out. He does it. He probably does that because I think he's with Bellator now. He's with Bellator now. He's a great dude. But it's not like it's not like that anymore. It was no. like the energy's gone. He was still energy, but I mean, they took the nobody that does that. Yeah, no one said that. He's like, yeah, he pumps you up. He pumps everybody up. It's like, hey, what about pump me? Don't pump me. What was his his last fight? Was uh, 
I heard he got I think kicked out. I was at the forum. I was there. He got kicked out through Ronda Rousey. That's what I heard. Ronda Rousey? He got the, he got her piece and she complained. But I don't know. If, no, what happened I was. I don't think he's fine. No, he said something. No, back something. To Dana, I think. No, something happened at Mark Munoz was weighing in at a weigh-in. I believe this might be right or I might be right or wrong because I was I was working with Mark back then, and he was weight because you know he wasn't at weight but you have two hours to make weight so he was making it he was he was waiting to make weight or whatever he stuck around and they and they sent all the shuttles back so he was sitting there after he cut weight and waited the two hours and, and made weight at the last you know two hours after the weigh ins basically done. He had nothing there to hydrate or, you know, get back, you know, get get back his, you know, his weight back on or whatever. And there wasn't a shuttle from something. That's not exactly why, but from what I remember, there was an argument between him and another staff of the UFC. It might have been Burke going, what the fuck, dude? Mark this guy huh? just made weight. weight. Huh? He cornered Mark? For one fight. And it didn't go well. I mean, I just said... But, <laughs> it didn't go away with the weight cut. Mark, yeah, Mark's did, yeah, like 400 yeah, pounds exactly. now. Yeah. He's yeah, the weight cut was huge. Heavy. He's huge. Yeah. Well, but that, that, there's two stories. This one and the did one that you hear the one I'm talking about? I heard yours yeah. through you and through other people. Okay. And I also heard that him and Ronda had a problem. And the UFC went, that's our girl, fuck you. So either one could be. What I'm speaking is not facts. So you Yeah, I'm a... I don't know, but I do remember. For some, for some reason, I feel like what I'm saying is was some. That's that, that's what I know Bert too, and I, I should have. I mean, I could have even asked him. I guess up the other day, but I don't know what happened with all that. He's doing well though, from what I from what I see. I follow him on. We we communicate on Instagram here and there. He's a He's great a guy. Scott Scott takes care of people. My like, UFC debut, he was there, and I was blew away when I saw. Him. I was like, that's the guy that fucking got you pump up. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> but then that was it. In, when I fought my second UFC fight, he was gone. It was special, no doubt. Bert, Bert, Bert played his role well. What um, speaking of playing your role well, like what the fuck? The the amount of people that Perillo's cornered, it just blows my mind. And they put up, they put the the Botha, Francis Botha was like what. I can barely remember that from childhood. That's fucking. <laughs> what I'm saying. Uh, 2002. It's a, it's a, who's the craziest motherfucker you cornered? The craziest guy? Tapia? No. Probably Johnny Tapia. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? How was the build up? How was the fights? Like just. How was fight week? I spent How's a couple fight week with, with Johnny Tapia. Tell, tell. It was cool. We were in New York City, <laughs> hanging out with his, his. He had gangster friends. I mean, I don't know if I should say that, but I mean, I don't, he, he's. I'm pretty sure. It's, out I'm this, pretty sure it's safe to say these days. Huh? Yeah. Well, he's unfortunately, God bless his soul, he's not around anymore, right? Yeah. But I just happened to run, and me and Cheeto ran into his wife last week in Vegas. She's doing promotions out in Albuquerque, I think. But she's a great lady. But yeah, I but I spent time with her. She made some great dinners. I'm like, I, when I saw her, I'm like, oh, I just remember your dinner. She goes, everybody tells me that. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good cook. Yeah. She's a nice lady. We saw her the other day. But, um, no, it was cool in, in New York City with him. I was hanging with him, his brother-in-law, and, and, and his friends that he has out there. And uh, did some cool shit. We did an open workout for HBO. It, it was on the, the fight was on HBO. We did an open workout at... Uh, I think it was Church Church Street Gym, maybe was the church, name of it. Yeah, Church Street. Yeah, yeah Church Street. It's a Street. badass gym. I like that gym. It's like and, the, uh, it's got that little undercover, like you go down to the basement. Yeah. And uh, my my coach is his head coach. I was I was holding the mitts for him at the time. I mean, and we did it. Oh, me and him did a workout. Like a, we did six to I don't know six eight rounds on the hand pads, in front like for the HBO crew and stuff. Unfortunately, I could never fight. There must have been fifty cameras in that place, and I can. There's nowhere I've ever seen or could find the video to that thing. It's pretty cool to have. I mean, I was a. I mean, Johnny Tapia. I watched fight when I was a kid. You know, then here I am at Madison. You were still in like New York you were still City. in your like pretty young at that. Oh point, yeah, I was in my tw early twenties probably. You guys, let's see. You're still 20s. in your 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 professional yeah <laughs> boxing days. Right? I was fighting too. Were you, yeah. spar I were you sparring? Were you sparring him? I originally spar was a sparring partner. How'd that go? It it went. I mean, it went good. I mean, I was a little bigger than him, so it was it was. Uh, I gave him. I mean, I would probably gave him a little bit of a fit just because I was a bigger. I mean, he was a hundred eighteen pounder, 
for God's sakes. Or were you what are you rocking up in? Or were you? I probably was a hundred and I probably he probably was walking around hundred and thirty five pounds maybe and I was walking around probably hundred and forty five. I mean Maybe I, I feel like I it's like in boxing and like it's yeah. so different. Like oh my god, ten pounds, it's crazy. Yeah. Like how you feel? Like in fighting, it's like, you know, you're you see, sparring. You're sparring with a guy that's that's two weight classes above you the other day and just beat the shit out of him. And like it's nothing. It's like it's boxing is so sensitive to it. Or that's crazy sparring. Five pounds up. It's sparring like, oh, like, he's so much bigger. Sparring like Johnny Tapia though. That guy was a legend. I mean, it was like it's fucking. Insane, yeah. it, it, I wanted to get an autograph the whole time the guy's punching me in the <laughs> fucking head. You know. The guy ripped the body like a motherfucker. The guy's a, he's just so he's just such a good fighter. He drop you? No, no, he no. no. We did, we did. It was like that. It was, it was me and my 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 a guy, a little bit of a mentor, my Mike Samaza, who was an older boxer uh, that grew up down around here, and uh, he was sparring with. Us. They were actually close to the same size. They they decided not to continue to to spar with me because I think I was a little bit bigger, so it didn't make sense. Um, yeah. And then happened like a, a year or two, or a couple of years later is when I ended up being the mitt man for him because he actually, my coach was up working with him up in Big Bear and he, Jesse called me up. He goes, hey, uh, Johnny Tapia would rather have me watch him from the side than, you know, actually hold the mitts. He would rather just be more of the voice, have me be more of the voice and have somebody else do the hand pads. This is how you can see Cheeto's such a dad over here. <laughs> just more caring about it. This little bitch. I got three kids, so yeah. you got You learn how to be uh, a I little yeah. nice. I put up with it. Yeah, you know, come on. So uh, yeah, let me finish <coughs> telling the story before you talk about the dog in the lap here. So fucking. <laughs> 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 I mean, Shut the fuck up, Luke. I mean, that's some entertaining right. shit, but I'm talking right. about real life. Here. Look at this. <laughs> I love it. I love Big pulling life. up these stories. Perillo gets it. So um, he loves this shit. No, but I, I went in and fucking interviewed to hold ham an interview to hold hand pads for Johnny Tapp, you know, because he was t- trying to find a guy to do it. Jesse calls me up because I've had help him before with fighters in the past, uh, Francois Volta, for example. Yeah. And, uh, and he goes, you yeah, know, come up. So I went and did a fucking did a tryout on the hand pads. Fucking did five, six rounds, and it wasn't. I call it. You throw it. It was. Johnny throws the punches. I catch what he's throwing. You know, does that make sense? So I got this little speedy guy, and he'd basically show the punches that he'd like to throw, and he'd just kind of, with his herky-jerk rhythm, and just let his hands go, catch, catch, catch. After he was done, he walked, started jumping rope, and I look at his brother-in-law, I'm like, what's up? What do you think, man? <laughs> and he's just like, you're you're in, man. He's like, if if you weren't, he'd have already told you to fuck off. Fucking the first round, he'd have told you. Yeah, I mean, not fuck off, but you know what I mean. He would have told you, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So it's like that. Yep. Got paid. Got paid to fucking work with the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer too. That guy's amazing. He's a legend. No. When but, uh, when did you when did you know how to hang it? Who was your last fight? My last fight, I was. When uh, did you know? Like you're still you're still fighting with with Tapia, right? And then you. Uh, I was fighting with a detached retina. I was just kind of fucking ironic. Yeah, <clears throat> and then as as I I got my I I I got surgery on my completely eye. detached or was it just hanging. No, it was just hanging, and I got surgery, and I don't because I, I I don't know if it's because I was continuing to train and and whatnot or I got had gotten hit why I was still detached but I ended up with nerve damage I still have nerve damage in my left eye you guys know this I have double vision on my left eye so at certain angles I if I look a certain way it, it'll 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 straighten out to where I don't have double vision but for the most part everything right side of me is double vision so that was obviously a, a good good time to think about hanging it up. And I was still considering actually saying fuck it, kinda. I, you know, I talk to Bisping about it all the time because yeah. Bisping has when, one eye, but he, when did know, his? When did he's his making go? A hot, you're, I, you're, I always say, hey, if I if I could win, you know, if if I was going to gamble on my eye the way it is, and I'm going to make you know four hundred thousand or whatever the purse is, you know, as opposed to I would be making twelve hundred. It's a whole different <laughs> fucking gamble, it's you know. Game, yeah. It's a whole different. It's a whole different look at it, but. Yeah, the eye went up. I did think about trying to fight. I, I was thinking about just saying fuck it on it because, you know, because everybody thinks they're a tough guy. And then I ended up getting more nerve damage in my arm and lost half my left hand. 
Well, not half of it, but I got nerve damage through half my left hand. And you still hold pads after like Tapia, Botha, <laughs> hey, and, Botha. and all the training camps you had. I don't know how those things still work. They do oh, years. Work. It's they 2002. Work. I've held a hand pad since 92, though. Who's the hardest? Who's the hardest hitter you felt? I like, was who, born there. Who's memorable? Yeah, I was holding hand pads when I was 18 years old. <laughs> so if, uh, back in the day, there's a guy. There's a local. He actually trains. He, tra- tra- well, he trains. He's a really good dude. He has a boxing gym up in Mission Viejo, and uh, he I think he trains uh, people with Parkinson's. You know what I mean? So he's like a he's just a good-hearted type of guy. But his name was Gary Ballard, South African. Both him and Francois were, were good buddies. He actually was a bigger deal, I think, than Francois both are coming out from South Africa way back in the day. But um but didn't make it to the same same place uh, Francois did. Francois ended up winning the IBF title, but uh who am I talking? Gary Ballard though. He was a beast. He was out here, he was signed by Don King and he was going through some contract issues, just you know, just like fighters do with promoters. And he was having some issues with Don King. So Don King, I think, pulled his training expense money. From what I remember, I was young. And uh, he was a super middleweight. He's actually a light heavyweight. And they they, they, they gave him the IBF uh, title at super middleweight. So he would suck down to 168. But regardless, let me try to make this a shorter story. I He had nobody training him. So he came into my gym. He happened to he had a, he, His girl was from Newport Beach or something like this comes into my gym and I basically was holding the hand patch for the guy for two months for an IBF title fight and I must have been god fucking 20 years old maybe 21 22 you know I was young but hey, it was only me and him trained him for 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 eight weeks sucked him out he lost the fight I think he ended up getting knocked out or something later on so I didn't even go with him to the fight but he loved the way I held the hand pads I mean something about that that's what really gets you into, I mean, that's what people start people start uh Gravitate towards training with you when you go. What's uh, going the, on? The the GoPros done. Uh, bye bye GoPro. Bye bye. But anyways, this guy hit like a ton of. This guy started on my elbows, basically, because I remember the leverage this guy had was just. But again, I was a kid, so and I was smaller, and I was a kid, so feeling a professional punchers like that. You, know, you, know, you don't know how to absorb the energy yeah, and the it's tempo. Di- it's a different, it yeah, exactly. And the real boxer, because MMA guys punch like shit compared mm-hmm. to a real boxer. You know, it's crazy. Both of, who did both? Who's both? Did he fight like uh, Tua? Did both of fight Tua? Uh, David Tua, I don't think he did. He fought, I think he fought Holyfield. He fought Tyson. He fought, I want to say Riddick Did you call him for any? any... Uh, uh, well, Clifford mm-hmm. ATM. See, what, what he was doing is him and... They were, everybody was campaigning. To fight. He was campaigning to try to have a rematch with Mike Tyson. Um, they were, I think, they were considering maybe giving it to him because he was kind of, he was kind of, you know, getting. He was boxing really well with Mike before he got knocked out. But he was campaigning for a fight, so I think the, they were talking as if the winner of him and Clifford F ATM would get the winner of. Uh, would get the winner would get to fight Mike Tyson rather with Bisman. When did you notice like his is uh it detached after the Vitor head kick? And yeah, then, like, in the training, like you had to like like how did that, that conversation go when it started to slip? Dude, he had glock, but he just had he had I don't know nine surgeries. He had glaucoma, cataracts. That was before anything you could think of happened that eye. I don't know if there was a fat, that eye just got after Vitor, right? Yeah, nothing, nothing till after Vitor. Prior to that, not not nothing that I remember, or we if we discuss it, I don't remember. But Vitor was a was a pretty much the the, the icing on the cake. You just would, I mean, that's where the the eye detached and, and he Vitor, lost it. Vitor got a lot of us back there. They were just was, yeah, that was unreal. Yeah, when you have a detached retina, what, yet, what's your vis- How does that affect your vision day to day? Is that well, he, that's your I, double see, vision? That's the thing is is with Mike, it's because I think of all the issues that happened after the because he got the he got the eye fixed the attachment fixed but i think accumulation of whatever else had happened caused blindness because you're not supposed to be blind after you get it fixed he's blind in that eye you got double you got like double vision i got double vision in my eyes i'm not blind like if i go like that's why i'm always cocking my head so I got I have neck problems, but I at least can see straight if I if I cock that head. You know what I mean? <laughs> His surgery went wrong. Huh? It, it didn't obviously 
take as as well as yours did. I mean, it's hard to say. No, I, I I think he just had other issues on top of it, along with the I maybe because well, he never stopped. Started he it. never stopped. He was just no. He kept fighting with that eye. There's no other option. For, for what I heard, the head kick was the reason of everything. Like from a doctor's side of view, like that. But that's, yeah, probably detached. We still could, thought maybe if they got attached, that he'd be able to see again. I. It, it's all right. This we're talking. Was that 2014? Maybe that then he went on. He went on fight to fight, and then he fought Anderson at at what? That was way, but he fought you after that fight. I know, but no, I'm just saying there was it was Vitor and then Anderson. No, no. Vitor, Vitor, someone Vitor, else. We went on a good Vitor, run. CB Dalloway or some shit, yeah, right? CB Dalloway, uh, Talis Latis, um, and then he got to Anderson. And then Anderson. And then Anderson. Is that what it was Anderson at that point? Yeah, Anderson. Then you. Then. But how? Like, I mean, his, he was he was just basically one eyed at that point. I mean, oh like, yeah. Oh it yeah, just kept the gym going. is like everything's moved. That's why. Here's the thing: is that's why I mean, I, all those training camps is, after Vitor, and he's still like just like. This is what I'm I like. Just about, curious how his, his vision was. This is what I liked about longer guys like yourself and and Anderson Fuck as well, you. because <laughs> no, but for him because there's more. But you guys want to kind of stay at a distance too. But he also, it, it, it would Makes benefit sense, him yeah. a little bit more to you know these little guys like you got like Gaslam. I mean, God forbid we were we win that fight. We basically were you know win that fight. Drunk. I mean, we weren't drinking or anything, but he, he was. You know, he was checked the, out. He was checked. He already, he already checked lost. Out. He already lost to to, to yes, George St. Pierre, and he just took the fight on two yeah. weeks, right? Yeah, it was like three weeks after that fight. I think. Yeah, he was, it was three it was, weeks after the George St. Pierre. Money grab. But family to feed. But also, Kevin Galson, I mean, his stature is a little bit dangerous for his vision because he's that short stature. Inside. You know, he comes out low and loops over the top. I mean, you know, it's it's a tougher tougher punch to see as well. But and he knows. Everybody knew. I mean, George set it up in the cage after he won the fight. He's like, we knew, you know, he had some, you know, deficiencies or whatever on the left side. You know what I mean? Like, he, George is straight up. He's like, hey, listen, I knew that motherfucker was blind in his fucking right eye. So I wouldn't George was hook him with George the left was getting hand. his ass kicked. He was getting his it was ass a desperate, kicked. It was a desperate shot he found. I God, feel like, I feel bastard. like that was, that was close for Bisman. That was, that fight was more winnable for Bisman than for George. In the moment, I had Bisbing all day in that fight, and then Bisbing was dominating. Yeah, that I was, had money on Bisbing. You know what? We both talked. Actually, yeah, we talked. Me and him talked about it. Going, God, we should. Because he was worried about the takedown too. We, we obviously that's what you're gonna be worried about. But when he got taken down, he was he was he fucking beat George the fuck up. Of George. You know, from his back, he was just slicing his face open. We should almost not even worry about it, but you know, it's a fight. You know, it's a motion of. I was so pissed at George at that point. I was like, "Why the fuck does this guy get a title shot off? Not not fighting anybody." Remember, I was just like, I was, like I was coming and after him. I was trying, out. To, I was trying to get out. this. I was trying to get this fight forever. Good for him. And he just sat there holding the title. And I remember, I was like, I was just going after him. I was like, "Fucking let it go, do something," because I want to get back. He won the belt. He actually, he actually reached out to Cormier. He's like, "Tell Luke that I'm 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 stopping, and you know, I have a clear shot." And then, and then they, like, he, hey, tell Luke, I'm not going to fight him, but yeah, you can have at it. <laughs> I, was, your jollies, I do respect Luke. that. Hey, like he reached out through Cormier and then, uh, and then I had that fight with, then I was scheduled to fight, uh, Whitaker in, in Australia right after that. I'm looking Fuck. forward to what's next right now. I got, a, I got a lot of options right now. Just stay hungry. Keep the energy right. Keep, uh, keep going, dog. Should keep doing sprints, man. Keep sprinting. Got to keep up. I almost got you on the 14th. Cheeto. Almost trying. didn't come, my man. <laughs> if you did it, you're at done. This, at this age, dog? Oh, oh that's for your old fog, yeah. Um, yeah, it's coming. I'm excited. I'll fuck some shit up. There's, hey, there's a lot of things to do out there, man. R- right now, there's a lot to do. Opportunities on the rise. So, well, like, apparently, Francois Francois Nagano Francis Francis is free. <coughs> Francis the fr- well, Francis stay, is free stay away from that one. <laughs> and you want me to tell you the, the honest truth? The slap fighting thing is fucking pissing me off. You're into it, huh? I hate I love it. I fucking can't stand watching it. Makes me The UFC promoting it is just makes me hard. Me watch that look. I get excited. Dude, that dude, that dude got slapped in the face. You see his whole face swallow for five grand. It was great. For five grand. Hey, but that's hey. No one is forcing him. <laughs> Don't know. fucking put down slap fighting. That's great, dude. That's crazy, dude. I wanna jump there. I wanna really? be. The, I wanna be the ring boy for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, tough jeans, big chain, shirtless. 
You gotta get your gold tooth. Gold yeah. tooth, white New Balance. What's up, che- Cheetos? How many how many gold teeth should Cheeto get? What's up? I'm going as a one for now, guarantee. But you know, I need to find the, the right person. Remember when you didn't it. like gold? Remember when I was like, I was like, Cheeto, you gotta get a gold watch. Like, I was trying to. I don't to, like gold. I, don't I like was gold. trying to go against you. I was like, it. it will grow on you. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Now you want to get. Like, now you're getting gold teeth. They go. Well, what's next? They're not gold ring. We got. You didn't want anything gold. Now you got a gold watch. You got a gold pinky ring. Yeah, but you, you know, got a gold people, tooth now. People evolve, you know. Then, hey, if you don't fucking do any earrings, then I'll slap you in the fucking face, bro. You guys I, are fancy. No, I'm not fancy. Very fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Coach don't like. Hey. Coach don't like these things, but we we get him to eventually. It's not that I don't like them. I just I feel like you know they're a little. What are you doing, man? You got jewelry on? <laughs> Look at my necklace. I don't wear necklaces. Okay, my watch. Well, watch are okay. I, I, wa- I, I wear a watch sometimes. Watch, watch is, is essential. But you actually it's get a, a sense time of, piece. You get a little bit of sense of pride when it's on your wrist, don't you? You get a little bit of an extra fucking cock, a little extra blood in that cock. You know what I mean? Get to, hey, <laughs> yeah. You sit there with it. Is that what happens? You of all people should know that. Like, You got to get... We're it gonna feels, get, we'll it get feels you good. Like, you slap that bitch on a bar, you get the first bit of attention. Hey, <laughs> like... You get the bartender's attention. You get a fucking tip. So, you of all people should understand the that the, the value of a watch. Dude, I just have a look in my eyes when I walk in the bar. The bartender says that motherfucker's gonna be drinking all night long, dude. At least hey, one of them. At least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come here. That's my best customer. Yeah, yeah, he's not even gonna know what the bill is at the end of the night. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, the watches are cool. Good for you guys. I mean, that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I love hey. the way he said it because that's not hey. what he want to say. That's I know he exactly what he want to say. First paycheck from the Madhouse pod <laughs> comes to Prilla's watch. 100%. I well, will start start, start picking up. I will say a full gold Submariner or a two-tone blue face. That would look good with, with those blue eyes, Coach. Hey, he can't. <laughs> two-tone Blue face. You soft. gotta start with your daily driver. You need like a like a solid like you know like a, just a, a man's stainless steel, maybe like a black face. He's got oh he's green black face. Submariner. He's, a, he's an Irish. You like you like the black face or the green face, Perlo? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> it. They say they say fucking uh, the Rolexes that hold their value more so than gold, silver, all these things like like just all these value. When I was a kid, I saw people making hold. money with that shit. Cheetos. You purchasing cars for value, which is fucking crazy now. I, I like everyone's the first thing you always say is don't buy a car before you buy a house. But these cars are appreciating these much. Yeah, cars that much these days. Cars always been like that. My buddy just bought a VW bus for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh shit! Isn't that crazy? What is like that a car? Sixties like Samba split it's a window 52 thing. Fifty-two or fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like twenty of them or something in the world. Crazy. The VW guys are really, I guess, into that stuff. I yeah. got three hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, that, that's crazy. The engines, the engines, twenty five horsepower. Can't, yeah, it, it can't even get up superior. <laughs> can't even get out of its own way. It's like a lawnmower. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. I like, I like classics, cause I. What'd you uh, get, Cheetah? You just picked up a. I have an Impala ninety six and an F one fifty ninety two, but I grew up on those cars, liking them, and things like that. Really? Well, coach just name, I couldn't even, I couldn't have that shit. When did you know about the Impalas? Fuck the kids. When In I was Ecuador. A, yeah, well, movies, yeah, rap, Italian movies, rap, rap movies. Yeah. No, that was that's a, what is that? Snoop Dogg's old rap song, but when the the uh, drop top Impala. Well, Tupac got shot from an Impala. Oh shit. Yeah, they were big back in, and granted, fought in the game, and also. Hot Wheels, they make a Chevy Impala 96. And when I was a kid, I, that was my main car to play. What what kind of car is it? Chevy. Chevy what kind of car? Chevy. <laughs> Chevy. Get into my Chevy. Go smoke a joint. <laughs> Get in the Chevy. But the F but the F one fifty who's it? Oh sorry. That was what my, my that was what my, my pops drive. Hey, what's a classic uh car car in Old Britain, old British fucking. Oh man, classic. like an old, old Jaguar. Man, every, oh, Jaguar, yeah. as you guys Jaguar, say. Huh? Yeah. Everything's where you at. Yeah. LA, fantastic. California, Impalas, 
Lowriders. Chevys. Chevys. Chevy. They, everyone likes those. El Camino. Yeah, yeah. those cars are popular. It, it's, it, it, it's probably What about like, New York? What's a New York older car? Like a Jeep? <laughs> what? A Jeep? No, no. New York. New York's like a... I feel like it's like a... What Guardian does guys have in the movies? Probably like Chevys in New York, right? No, like a Lincoln. I swear, oh, like New York's like a, like a Lincoln Continental. Yeah. Like, that's like New York. I'm to, that's the, the New York movies. vibe. You pull up to the fucking steakhouse to get out of the car. What's up? What's that? What's that classic old steakhouse? That gangster one? That's the uh, yeah. Peter Lugas. Peter Lugas is is fucking good. I I feel like a lot of New York steakhouses are overrated. I'm still trying to get this through my head though. A fucking Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get back to that for a second? Dude, yeah, Jaguar was pretty sexy back in the head. head. What? Like an yeah. old, I don't mean like yeah, a, I mean, a, a 90s it, one. I mean like a, an old E-Type or something like that. Like a 60s Jaguar. They were, they were pretty fire back in the day. Jaguars had a vibe to them back in the day. They're all, they kind of yeah. lost, they lost their vibe now. But they were, they were, they were like, it was like the That's face, kind of the old like lady the face car of luxury. The old lady car, back at the back, at least yeah. when I was younger. I saw a lot of old people in Jowers. God bless them. Fuck. <laughs> this is fucking Orange County, dog. The OC. Classics here will be like fully restored by a rich guy that costs you like oh, 200K. Mint. mint. Beautiful. They don't even drive them. They just leave them right there. Yeah. And it's all, it actually, it's basically, it's a brand new car. It just looks all. Yeah. Your car actually is pretty good for how old it is. Which though. one? The it's retro? Truck, yeah. Oh, it's cherry what kind of i'm not gonna lie the red truck's cherry it brings it it brings a smile to my face when i see in that i love that fucking car but i grew up on the car that's my that's the first car that my dad gave me to go to the school it was a blue way better looking than what i have right now i forgot what kind of car is that f-150 to beat that thing and that car means a lot to me like we're a family of five and we should fucking go from guayaquil to quito which is six hours drive the whole family in the fucking car. That's crazy in Ecuador. Yeah. There's no, there's not too much rules out there. We, you, you get away with that. But it was my dad driving, my brother, my sister, and I'm going on my mom's laps. That, that's fucking crazy. Six hours like that? Six hours, yeah. Six hours. Not to the ice cream shop, not to the fucking grandma's house. Long fucking drive. Nobody complained. You, it was cool. Everybody just fucking no having... No two cars, huh? Anyone need a drink? Come on, go grab that. Go for it. Go get your drink, dude. Um, yeah. We're still recording. So anyways, now that Charlie's gone, what a fucking shithead this guy is, huh? If you only knew. <laughs> uh, Charlie. Oh like, my God, I got the fucking story of all stories for you when we get Charlie, back. Tell this, this you is, fuck him? This is fucking incredible. You fuck <laughs> The, hey, talk, okay, well, everyone's going to have their own, their, their best COVID story. Put it together in your head. What's your best story from COVID? I got a couple of them. Charlie and me, had by far, my... Uh, I know I know one you of yours, stuck. but I don't know if I, I, I should say it here. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop it on Charlie before Will he, he gets tell it. Will he Before he gets to know it. He doesn't even... All right, so we, we like, on in, in COVID, his, his wife's pregnant, and uh, she's pretty heavy about the cold COVID thing that was going on. And uh, we just went to go golf out in the valley. And I remember I put up, like, Mastro's was open over in Thousand Oaks. And so we were, like, so excited to go hit a restaurant for the first time. Like, uh, golfing was a thing. It was, like, the only thing going on in COVID. But then it was, like, one of the first restaurants to open. Crazy golfing. But, yeah, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) So we hit hit Mastro's. And I put up, like, a little story. We're at Mastro's. And his wife, he just goes, berserk. (laughs) <laughs> like she's just like how fucking dare you bring COVID into this household she's oh like, cause she's pregnant yeah cause she's pregnant and was really pissed at yeah, her yeah we're talking about you Charlie. you are you part of this Charlie come hey, on you're part of this Charlie, thing hey anyway uh, yeah I mean this this happened it was it was pretty harmless we just had a little and, dinner um, and uh, so she's like fucking you're not coming home and so we're driving back and we're like okay I have a we're gonna get some a uh, couple more beers on the way home, and hotel uh, room. and so I was like, I turned into like marriage counseling on the way home, and we just we had a oh, bit wow. of a night. 
Are you totally going left field on this story so fucking Charlie doesn't have to edit this in front of his wife later? And her <laughs> so how does hey, this Can you get to the part that there's four hookers in the hotel room and Charlie's banging one yeah, of those? Charlie's sitting on one of her faces. I wish I, wish I, could, I wish I could tell you that much, but no, we just uh, we just got back and we're just shooting shit, catching up. Like, I, I was so good just to be able to talk to your friends, honestly. Wait a minute. The COVID. beginning of this story was the craziest fucking story. Yeah, wait, just wait for it. It does I'm get as, crazy. I'm you guys, expecting hold your fucking breath. Fucking. Hold your fucking okay. breath. Okay. So we're like, uh, the boys left, a couple of the boys there were us, and then we're winding down, and we're just like, just shooting the shit. All right, it's, it's fucking two o'clock, maybe, and we're just about to like go to bed, and you just hear the fucking garage door open. You're like, what in the fuck? I was like, I was living with Corey at the time. I was like, the, the fucking Corey's upstairs, me and Charlie, and my fucking garage door just opened. I was just, I immediately fucking beelined it out around the corner and I fucking peeled through the garage and the garage door is opening and I'm like, what the fuck? I ran straight out in the middle of the street. I'm fucking hammered. And I just had shoulder surgery. I couldn't even lift my fucking arm. I could barely like just lightly Don't swing Don't tell me all this is insurance plan. You got to fuck, you're fucked up out of your mind. This fuck guy, this, this guy, guy your ass, doesn't he? This, yeah. guy, this, guy, this guy stares at me. I'm like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? This dude looks at me. And just like starts walking me down. He's like, what the fuck are you going to do about it? Walk, starts walking me down. I'm like, huh? I can barely house? even think. And I fucking cry in the middle of the street. In the middle of the fucking street. Like in, in my house. The guy was trying to break into my car. And uh, I fucking kicked him in the head. And he barely blocks it. And I'm like, I'm like, what? And then he like turns into a bitch. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to pull it back. And I'm like. I kicked him. I kicked him again. He landed on. He fucking goes to the ground. I'm like, yeah, what now, bitch? And I was about to start stomping on him. And this other buddy jumps out of the getaway car behind me. And I turn around. I'm like, well, you want to fucking go too? And I start kicking him to the ground. I kick him to the ground. And I turn back up. And the, other, the big dude, he peels up. He runs around the outside of the car, the getaway car. And I'm like, oh, no, you don't fucking, not even a chance. And I go into the car like the, like he's on the, the, the passenger side seat. And I'm in the fucking driver's side. And I reach in to try to grab the keys. I'm going to fucking kill these motherfuckers. Jesus. And he pulls... And he goes to the ground and we're staring at each other in the car. And he's like, are you really want to fucking do that? And he grabs this shit off the floor. I'm like, really? And then he puts it straight to my head, pulls a fucking gun, puts it straight to my head in the car. It was, it was the heaviest thing ever. And I was just like, oh, it's, it's like, I said, oh, it's like that. And I backed out. Dude jumps up. They both get in the car. They both peel out. I fucking, I'm just like just shaking in shock. I'm looking around. There's not a soul around. No one saw anything. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look back, and Charlie starts waddling out of my garage. I was like, that was crazy, man. Hey, mate. I was like, hey, mate. What's going on? I was like, where'd you go? I never even heard the garage door go off. I'm fucking just. It was just kung fu fighting in the middle of the street. I missed the whole thing. It was, that's, yeah, it was insane. Worst friend. You don't have any, like, out front cameras, like, like, door. They don't have experience. cameras because they can play against him in the So future. if a tree falls in the forest <laughs> I'm the, telling you I'd never I'd nobody never, heard it, did it fall? My, no, I, I, got, I, I got a lot crazy. I got a lot more guns after that. I remember yeah, that. I, I think you actually told me that story when it happened. I remember that. I remember that story that you're talking about right now. <laughs> but yeah, I actually really part of, I, I was waiting because I thought Charlie was gonna be part of the story. So what I was waiting for is like dude pulls out a gun, I was like, Oh fuck, then what happened? And, Charlie came up behind that motherfucker and bow. Shoot him again. So we killed two guys. Yeah, you'll hear. You'll hear yeah, no, no yeah. Stories like that, and then I'm me. thinking to myself. Then I'm like, okay, did start part with your dad. I don't think Charlie's gonna jump into this story. As soon as you start kicking dudes in the face, I'm like, Charlie's not in this story, is he? Well, Luke, Luke actually <laughs> well, he left was. the fridge open yeah. and he ran outside into the garage. And I came out of the garage. I said, I was Luke, you, Luke you left there, the fridge right? open. <laughs> that was my only comment was Luke you left the fridge open and he's like, as these guys what? are like peeling down the street and he's I just sweating he's like, I just fought two guys he's just sweating he's like, a, he's he's like shaking kind of teary because shit. somebody just put a gun in his face he's like I just thought I was gonna die but by the way you left the fridge open <laughs> <laughs> worst guy yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. that was a great night anyway what's your what's your fucking favorite story from COVID Prilla? COVID probably how I met my girlfriend no, no. Uh, my favorite thing, I know. I mean, God bless her. I love favorite her. Is, death, favorite but. is your own opinion. You know what? I got sober during COVID. Remember, I did three months. No, I quit cigarettes for Everything. 18 months. 
I quit everything for for three months, but I quit cigarettes for eighteen months with that whole jump. Did a, yeah, that was that was it. I spent a lot of time by myself during COVID. I didn't have Charlie to hang out with me, man. I, yeah, I was I was a solo man. Although I used to train Cheeto every day out there. We trained quite a bit over at the park because I had a park right by my house, so he'd come over and. I hated the park Train. training. Everyone started going to the park and training was the most annoying thing. But you I, have to. I I used, mean. I, for me, it was just getting it done. I was like, I was like, man, I train your fucking living. Just train me. I yeah. hit up. I was every day. No, I'm like, no, coach, no. I need it. We heard that story. I need it. I you know need what? you. Honestly, that, that place we ate today, that they, uh, was the uh, Argentinian? What was it? It was Italian place. Italian? It's, uh, God, I forgot. They the had name no of. masks, no like. What do you say? The Basilicos. Shout out to Basilicos. Basilicos, in, uh, was Newport insane. Beach. You have a good place, like good Fuck butter, yeah. good warm butter. I mean, good warm bread and butter. Yeah, I took a it's, picture it's, of it's the inside. It said, "I mean, it's pretty simple. I don't know why it, we, it we should you. remember. It's like a pretty <laughs> no brainer. It's like, oh, it's three words. Make sure you get that it's picture. Three out. words. Okay, hold on. Let me remember. Yeah, let me get that. So I can read it. No mask allowed. That's what it says. <laughs> Pretty heavy. I just want to hear it out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. I love it. That, that's how you know the shit's gonna be good. Yeah, they have a good food there. That place is good. Yeah. That's a strong sign. I love it. Yeah, no masculine. Good it, job, guys. It's a little, it's a little weird, guys. That continue wear masks. People that continue wearing masks, but God bless them. You know, who's one to look out for is RoboCop. Dude, RoboCop is gonna be. He's gonna be. He's so tough, man. I trained with him out in Florida. That kid is. He's tough. RoboCop. Yeah, RoboCop. Gregory Rodriguez. He's built like a... He's just like... RoboCop. Yeah. He's, Is he he's, fighting tonight? He's going to be yeah. a tough one to stop on this run right now. What weight? Welterweight? Uh, no, middleweight. My weight. Okay. He can run it. He can run it. We'll see how he, we'll see how he goes. We'll see how long... What's, I mean, what's what's going on with the champion? Like, what are they going to do? Are they going to rematch? Are they just, like, just going to let this guy They're sit there? They're waiting for that. If I heard if Easy don't take the rematch, Whitaker will do, will fight for the belt. That's what I saw in the news. But, you know, who knows what's true or not. Yeah. I think Whitaker have a huge chance because of the way he moves. He don't fight like a conventional, pure kickboxer. He will be in and out, in and out, and he will mix it up good. But who knows? That Whitaker's got good takedowns. Whitaker's decent on top. That kid, obviously, if Izzy's on top of him, doing the damage he could do to, I mean... He didn't get up from Izzy on top, so imagine with somebody who's more experienced on the top in the, in the actual grappling world, that guy's not going to exist. It's a matter of time. We're talking Whitaker gets who? Sorry. Uh, Pereira. Pereira. Oh, yeah. Pereira's got no ground game. He's just like, we'll see. We'll see how long he lasts. I, don't, I just don't. I think he's vicious. He's a huge motherfucker on the field. Bro, I was with him doing something for Monster. That motherfucker. Is like 220, no belly fat. He's thick of muscle. Looks like a fucking yeah, like how does metal he get down? piece. Yeah, he's huge, that motherfucker. Like DC was playing like with the bigger, him. Way bigger than me, right? Oh, dude. You're like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Let's just be hey. real. If I, I, I like that fight for me a lot. If I, had a, if, I had a, if I had a direct line to that motherfucker, <clears throat> I guarantee you I'd make him. We'll see who the bitch would be. Anyway, well, you should on. be able to give anybody he's problems. He's way bigger than you. He is, he's big. He's Not a big he's dude. He's on the bottom. Dude, he makes I, I is big. Yeah. And he's bigger than him. Oh, he's way just, bigger. Well just big. everything about him is big. Yeah, he's a huge dude. When you say everything about it, you... I mean, let's come on. I mean, his facial features. <laughs> look at it. You see, the, the dude's like... He's, he's fucking weird. He's, he's what? I don't know how he what makes he the weight. What are you getting at? I don't know how he makes the weight. Oh, he definitely suffers. He suffers hard to make the fucking weight. No way that's an easy weight. <laughs> no way. No, I, you actually have to have a pretty hard weight cut yourself. Mine? Been, Although I did it with hard. you. I'm trying to remember. Was it that? It was, it was, no, it it was smooth. It was, yeah. Mine wasn't that bad. This time it wasn't that bad. I've had it really bad in the past. Like when I fought UL, it was, it was horrible. And I just, I never recovered. I remember we, we, uh, we had the fight. We had the, they didn't adhere to the new uh, unified rules for weigh-ins. And so you still had to like get carted off to the weigh-ins and make weight in the middle of the day. When we had to fight the next day, 
at like one o'clock, which I hate. I oh, hate yeah. fighting in the middle of the day. How many? Wait, what fight was that? It was me and Yoel in. Oh yeah, Perth, no, no, the yeah, first but, fight yeah. in Perth, Australia. Well, used, yeah, yeah, I he missed weight by three pounds, and and I, I killed myself to make the weight, and then I just never regenerated. I remember because we. Wait, fought that's right. You guys used to have to. Do, you we do at four o'clock was the actual weigh in when they did the ceremony. So we had yeah, we it had wasn't to, a ceremonial. It was actually the weigh in. Yeah, we had to do the ceremony, but you had to make weight. You had to keep your weight, like make. It wasn't like because. Everything was you. I don't think you made weight at in the morning that back then. It was it at nine o'clock in the morning. It was we were doing that. Everyone was doing that. It was going on for about like two years. But in Perth, it was the first fight ever, and so that the commission didn't adhere to the unified rules, and so you still had to make that public appearance and make weight at nine at at four p.m. Yeah, four. Okay, at four okay. p.m. Okay, it was yeah, whatever yeah. it was back then. But so you had like less than twenty four hours to recover before our main event. Was the next yeah. day? No, I remember that. Because I woke yeah. up in the morning and I was just like, I was trying to run and trying to regenerate your body, and I was like, oh, I'm just not really there. But I, I God, was, it I, is. I was so the main event, and had all the pressure, my family, my friends, and the, like you know, there's all this pressure's on you, and you you can't even really compute that your body's not there, and you just got to go in there and fight. That was Jacques Ray. Is that what you said? No, that was Yoel. Oh, Yoel. Oh, yeah, Yoel, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you like, it, Yoel, Jesus. He's a, it was not. Not my greatest, but um, fighting fighting the state, especially on the East Coast. Like, if you have a hard weight cut, be able to fight at midnight rather than, you know, twelve o'clock in the afternoon. It's such a an advantage to to get that time, that extra like ten hours to regenerate, twelve hours to regenerate. Well, now that they do do it at nine o'clock, between nine and eleven, it's so much better because you got that extra. Like you're saying, you had to actually weigh in at four p.m. Yeah, and then. Blase, go on and as Yoel wasn't even gonna make the weight. Did he <laughs> no, make it? No, he missed it by like three pounds. Oh really? So I, I I dragged that on all the way to the to the ceremony. You know that's that stuff that people forget. Those little details. Guy Ashi was in three four. You know, like those. And, and they, I mean, they really can to come into play in fights, but a lot of times you do. You for you don't go back. It's like. Cheetah lost his song on Dong, right? But granted, we thought he was robbed. But you're gonna forget that he was robbed. You're just gonna look at the at the at the books, and you're also gonna not think to yourself, "Well, that fight was at 145, not 135." You know, uh, I think leading up to that point, you were you you had a good string of wins at 135, and that one kind of caused you a little bit of a hiccup. But it wasn't at 135; it was at it 145. Was, it was at 45. Yeah. yeah, I was coming to five win streak. But did you get Jose right? Was Jose right? No, after I fought on Miley after that. Oh yeah, Miley, that's mm-hmm. right. No, it's real, man. I was like, I was, I felt so weak in that fight, and Yoel was the strongest motherfucker I've ever been against. He's like, I kicked him in the leg, and I broke my leg the first kick of the fight. Kicking his leg. Kicked the tibia, like I fractured that, and I was like, oh shit! Like here we go. That was my whole game plan was to take his legs, make him wrestle, and I was gonna get on top. Yeah, he seems like he's been a lot. But then that, he checked what? that kick. But I'm telling you, I kicked him again, like with the clean, flush kicks, and it was like it was still like I was kicking cement. Like his legs were so fucking dense. His bill leg. And Whitaker said the same thing. Like you hurt yourself kicking him flush in a clean kick. Yeah, wow. It was weird. He's a he's a he's granted that. Guy. And I, yeah, I couldn't hold him back. And I remember I was in the fight. I was like, I just couldn't get enough power to push him off. And I got so tired of getting pushed back. I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna sit down and get everything I can to try to try to hold him off, because I wasn't gonna try to just be pushed around the whole fight, and that's when I got clipped. Yeah. And then, then I fucking remember the hospital. <laughs> that guy's a beast. That guy's a beast. He's gonna he's gonna he's clip a fucking most cheating people. Beast is what he is, motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. And then there's that. I mean, true, <clears throat> but yeah, I love you, Mike. That must have been that's after, after that. That's when, when he, he was coming after Bisping. Was Bisping champion then? Bisping was, was champion. Bisping was not gonna fight him. He was Bisping had his he own. Just beat that weight, man. They were like, "Hey, they asked me, who would you like to fight? What do you think we should do on our next fight? Well, stay the fuck away from that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take Dan Henderson, <laughs> number sixteen, yeah, ranked two hundred. Yeah. Uh, no, but fuck yeah. Yeah, that guy's a he's a he's a he's a rock. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. That's um, what I mean. I mean that, you you got to take. That's where you take. He's your very like Robert very Whitaker, weird, like, right? He, didn't Robert, Robert knocked him out, didn't he? No, 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 no. They, had, they, they fought had, two fights really close. Yeah, really. Wars. But he dropped him with. A, okay. That's the thing about Romero. He's, that's why he seems like he's not real. He's using drugs or whatever because 
Whitaker puts his put his chin on his his chin on his face and barely rocking, but full on kick, not a slap, full on, and he went like this, meh, recovered like nothing. Maybe he's a, he's a, it was a science project. Let's just be real. My motherfucker, look at him at Bellator now. He's like, he's just juiced to the gills. Like, it's just like. How many fights do you have done with Bellator? Has he fought? Uh, he's fought like a couple times. Does he kill him? I heard, I heard he almost got his fucking hand cut off. When some crazy Cuban dude grabbed a samurai sword and like almost cut it off. Some shit, motherfucker. I think I did hear that too. Hey, still do a little. Thanks to all our sponsors for making this happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I should give a shout out to nobody. Nobody. Yeah, but no, but check this out for the future sponsors. You know, you see the law of attraction. They're coming. Yes, we, you it's know, coming. We're making this, you know. You, you really thinking for one second that we're going to make a dime doing this shit? I thought we were just sitting in the garage having a Mate. good time. <laughs> this is going to make it's going to be a long time. It's not even a podcast. This is the club. Fuck the podcast. It's the Madhouse Club. That's it. We're out. Thank you. Thank you.